Moxley takes on Pac, we get Janela Omega 2, and we get to the tippity top of the tag team title tournament by trimming the teams down to two. And it all goes down in Britsburg, baby. Buckle up after buzzers, it's going to be a good one. I'm Maria Menounos, and you're tuned in to After Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Ah, yes, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us. We are coming to you live from the world-famous AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. And we got a show for you. But first, let's go ahead and introduce the amazing panel. First up, to the far, far left, the international wrestling-watching superstar, whether it's in Japan or Mexico or Norway or the Czech Republic or right here in the good old U.S. of A. <laughs> he is watching it. Ladies and gentlemen, make some noise for Roger Corral. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I never I never knew yeah, watching yeah. this much TV would pay off. <laughs> <laughs> it absolutely does. And next to him, whether it's on the sidelines, whether it's at the runway, or whether it's right here at the anchor desk, she's not just saying the news, she's breaking it. <laughs> Ladies Ooh. and gentlemen, make some noise for Jessica O'Connor. Hey, that's me. I have to say, I had no idea you lived a double life as Dr. Seuss, that tongue twister. Oh my goodness, I know. I mean, yes. we, that we need to show some respect tippity for that. Tippity-toppy Jack the Farmer. Tippity-toppity, the swippity-swappity, I, I don't make, know what happened there. I make it up as I go. Can you do it again? I dare you. Uh, later. Uh, <laughs> uh, we have one, uh, one more other person I want to introduce, and that is the kicking, punching, choking people out, three-time grappling champion. Ladies and gentlemen, he hails from inside the booth. Give it up for Josh Alonzo. What's up, what's up? Josh Happy to be here tonight with y'all. Yeah, well, we, we couldn't have done it without you, literally. Uh, you run all the cameras. And me, <laughs> I am the host. I am in the captain's chair. I am Jack, myself, Farmer. I like that you're using the big voice now. It makes all the difference. Yeah, you know, I'm getting settled in. The big boy getting, voice. Getting comfortable in the chair. <laughs> Feeling at home. <laughs> no, we, we've got a lot of crazy fun stuff. We've obviously got the news. We've got a lead of the week. We've got AEW Dart to cover. But first up, overall thoughts, guys. What did you think of this week, episode four of Wednesday Night Dynamite? Another great week. What are week four now? Um, the crowd was hot. There were no signs this week, though. Last week, we had a giant signs of mm-hmm. Ted Turner out in the crowd. Um, great crowd. Great wrestling. I'm happy. Yeah, absolutely. Jessica, what'd you, what'd you think? I mean, we're at episode four now, so, like, the initial thrill should have worn off at this point, but I feel like they've been consistently fun and full of energy, and it doesn't feel like there's any signs of slowing down. Yeah, this this week, especially with, with AEW Dark and with this episode of Dynamite, it really feels like things are starting to settle into place on where people fit on the show and what they're doing and where storylines are going. It's It's Really exciting. And this episode really kicked off exciting with that tag team title tournament. The tippity top of it, you can say. Oh, there it is. Uh, holla, holla. Holla, holla. Tag team titles. So uh, we start off with the Lucha Bros versus Private Party. Jessica, talk us through this match. 
Well, I have to start with the intro for Private Party because I thought it was hilarious. Did you guys know that they're a combined weight of 24 ounces of vodka cranberry? <laughs> because honestly, me too. Right. <laughs> you know, maybe that's why they can jump so high. I don't think that's that, that's heavy. No, no, vodka no. cranberry? Well, yeah. It's like, I guess it depends on how much vodka and how much cranberry, right? I'm going to say they are more vodka because they're really loose. They're having a good time up there. And they are a party. With a dash of cranberry. With just a dash. It's very... That's when the bartender goes... You can barely see the red in the drink. Barely see the red. They're so much fun. I I have a blast watching them every time. Every time I watch them, my first question is, uh, Mark Quinn, how does he get so high when he jumps? I don't know if he's actually jumping high into the air. I don't know if it's just because he's tall. I don't know <laughs> if he's got some crouching tiger hidden dragon <laughs> strings pulling him through the air. What is this trickery? Mark Quinn, I want answers. How do you get so high into the air when you jump? It makes no sense to me. Roger, what do you think? I'm checking the chat room, see if anyone knows why he's able to jump so high. So we need to get to the bottom of <laughs> We need this. to get to the bottom of this, guys. Yes. He's defying science at the moment. <laughs> I have questions. And Isaiah Cassidy dusting <laughs> off his shoes. How cool is that? <laughs> that those, was, those two are fun. Like, they I want to go to their party. They have the best energy. They really do. It's all fun and games until the Lucha Brothers show up. Dun dun dun, dun 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 Lucha Brothers, my guys, the tag team of the year for me. Roger, you brought a good point up. It was all fun and games till they showed up. They obviously came in big. Was it was it right to have them be the winners tonight? It's the def- right call. I, I do. I've said it before. I think they're main event quality wrestlers. I, I think they're ready for the big time. They're ready to be tag team champions. I think this was a very worthy match of them to proceed forward through. And um, yeah. This team, they are, uh, Lucha Brothers, to me, are just so legit in all aspects, whether it be their music, their look, their moves, the way the match flows. This match had so many moments where I thought that was move of the night. You mentioned uh, their their moveset and their entrance. We didn't get to see an entrance this time. Their entrance is like a bodyguard <laughs> preventing people from coming into the VIP mm. area. Right. It's uh, It was fun. Um, and not to spoil Dark. Well, we're going to talk about Dark later. That's a tease, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I loved how uh, it was the eight-man tag, and they weren't uh, all able to go in until Private Party came out. Uh, you got to earn your move, way in. To move the, they, they hail from a party you're not invited to, I believe, <laughs> uh, is, what, what it, is what it says. Um but the moves, I thought the the double stomp by Phoenix. Uh, Talk he had about that, jumping high. Uh, he jumps high and he like hesitates and goes boom and then right onto yeah. Uh, and then Pentagon stomped uh, Marquin's butt pretty hard. <laughs> the, the, the butt stomp. We the got butt a stomp. we got a butt stomp. Uh, uh, I, that that just tickles me that that happened. That that was, I'm sure it didn't me. tickle his butt. Just tickles <laughs> me. Um, and the way Phoenix is just bouncing all over the ropes. Uh, Really, just uh, this was definitely the match to start off the show. Jessica, was this the match of the night for you? Do you feel like this stole the show? I think it was my favorite tag team match of the night. Yeah. Just yeah. because the, the Lucha Brothers and Private Party, I think, are probably the two, I mean, maybe not the two strongest in skill, but they're just yeah. both so fun to watch. Yeah, I could see these guys go at it a, a, a hundred more They're, times. They were a crowd pleaser, I would say. I think the crowd was definitely enjoying themselves. I, I agree. I agree. Uh, but now at this point, I keep saying it week after week, we keep getting these great big matches mm-hmm. that I don't know if they're going to be able to top it the next week. And we were talking about this. Yep. This is a, quali- a pay-per-view quality match. I kind of don't even know where we go towards a tag team match at full gear. Yeah. and, and I agree. That, it's... 
but that's what's great. Is there's so many strong tag teams, and something that AEW has done so well is every match seems to have stakes. Every match matters for something, mm-hmm. including the other tag team title tournament match that occurred, which was SCU versus the Dark Order. Now, <laughs> I, 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 I'm a huge fan of both these teams. I really like the Dark Order. They were ranked number three <laughs> on my definitive power <laughs> rankings last week uh, because they were undefeated. They have such a cool look. Roger, chat me up about the Dark Order. I, I, I'm not as huge of a fan as you are. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you have a differing opinion on mine? We agree that there's one opinion on this show. <laughs> they seem a bit lost, though. They they did great out there this week. And, you know, they had that first round bye week. And I think that kind of affected them. I think they needed to actually be in the ring on a weekly basis because they seemed a little lost in terms of being able to keep up the pace. Yeah. So I, I don't know if that's what caused them to lose this match, but it was definitely obvious. I definitely felt like if you only watched Dynamite, if you started watching AEW when Dynamite started and you didn't watch any of the pre-pay-per-views and you didn't follow AEW Dark, you would wonder who these people are and why they're in this position and not have had a chance to buy into them. Because so much of what made them great was them attacking people, you know, with the lights going out and all the creepers coming into the ring. And I still don't know what that's about. Like, I don't know what they're... Thing You're not is. down with the creepers. <laughs> <laughs> like, are they? Are they their friends? Are they supposed to be? I think spirits? they're they're like their crew. You know, like they <laughs> roll cre- with the creepers. They go to the mall that way. Roll yes. in with the creepers. Roll in with the creepers. <laughs> I mean, the human par- or human throne. That was. The human throne cool, is so cool. I guess. I don't know who draws the short straw to be on the bottom of the human throne, though. Evil Uno must weigh. A- 5,000 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Rough. I mean, Roughly. if we're, if it's we're, if we're, if we're weighing people it. in vodka cranberry, that's a lot of ounces. That's a lot of cranberry. <laughs> it's about 7,000 ounces of vodka cranberry. Uh, so, um, so, of course, SCU gets the win. They had a great match last week. Scorpio Sky being built up a bit as a star, again, in my opinion. Uh, Jessica, did you like the outcome? Do you like SCU? SCU? <laughs> I mean, the whole match was just kind of okay for me. Mm -hmm. Like, I think this was probably the tag team match that got lost in the shuffle. Like you said, I haven't been as invested in the Dark Order. I didn't really know so much what they were about. So there wasn't that buildup, like you were saying, that all the other tag team matches kind of have. But something that did stand out to me was someone on the... Dark Order did an O'Connor roll. Yes, the O'Connor. <laughs> they already named a move after me, guys. Can you believe it? Yeah, my impact. That's a big right, moment right. in the wrestling world. Well, you've Thank put you put a lot much. of time here at the, on the <laughs> AEW After Show. They're like, look, she put in three episodes. It's time. It's time to reward her for all she's contributed. And quite the reward you got. And quite the re- yeah, I'm still waiting for it's the. It's definitely uh, not Pat O'Connor that it's named after. Yeah, eventually, it's they'll me. have the Jack yeah. Attack and the Roger Dodgers. So. Well, oh, I like oh, this is going. Going. Well, I don't. <laughs> no, I mean, they already have a few moves named after me: the Jack's Hammer and the Jack's Knife Power Bomb. The Josh uh, the Josh Kabosh. The Josh Kabosh. So like the, the Jack Attack, the Roger Dodger, and the O'Connor Roll. And the O'Connor Roll. You're welcome. We are Bucket. We are a Saturday morning cartoon waiting to happen. <laughs> 
so uh, I like SCU. I'm a big fan of um, of both the teams. I, I like SCU. Like I said, I think Scorpio Sky has big things coming for him. I've always been a Kazarian fan too, so I just like to see them win. Uh, but I do think that there's some good kind of uh, good stuff for Dark Order in the future. I want to see them take on and and continue a feud with like the best friends. I know they've already had a match with yeah. them, and uh, we'll talk about the best friends in a little bit. But the uh, <laughs> but I think that that's a good kind of level for them to be feuding with good guy, bad guy, things like that. I will say I miss Christopher Daniels. I for a while Christopher anyone that's been watching wrestling for a long time for a while he was considered the the king of the indies because the guy wrestled throughout the world he was Mm -hmm. the top prospect everywhere so i'm kind of bummed out we don't get to see a bit more of him especially if you're new to aew i I think he's such a gift to us as wrestling fans so i would want people to check him out yeah he was a i was always a big fan of him he had a a guest spot on a wcw show one time (laughs) and uh he he had like one match and then i was like that guy was really cool and then i followed him through tna and, and whatnot and so i'm a big christopher Daniels fan. I'm sure we'll see more of him. I think he works backstage at AEW as well. People in the chat, let us know if that is in fact the case. Also, um, the chat room, let us know that they are minions, is what they are. What minions. the Dark Order brings out. Oh. So creepers creepy must, minions. <laughs> cre- creepy minions. So where did I get creepers from? Is that just me? <laughs> Do I just assume they're creepers? We're full of ideas. Uh, we're full of ideas, everybody. So, um... So uh, yeah, so next next week we get the finals. That's crazy to me that they're not putting this on pay per view. But hey, free stuff for me. I'm always okay with that. Thank you, <laughs> AEW. Feel free to give us as many good matches as you want. I don't get why people on the internet get mad about giving away free matches. Give me free matches. It's great. Uh, in this economy. Yeah. In- <laughs> Yes, yeah, so um, so real quick before we get to the winners, what's next for Dark Order and Private Party? Do you think they've got big things? Do you want to see more of these guys, or do you think they've got big things? What do you think's going on with them? I think Dark Order needs to go to AEW Dark and be there a while. Yeah. I think that would be their, their nice spot. I think people could get acclimated to them, mm-hmm. and I like that they match the names, so... That is kind of cool. They could be like the bosses of Dark. The bosses of, of Dark. AEW Dark. Yeah. Ooh. I like that. I like that for them. Yeah. yeah. If they could kind of just establish more of a presence there and continue to grow. Yeah. I think that's a good move. And then, um, and so then next week we've got SCU versus <laughs> the Lucha Brothers. Uh, what do we think is happening? The chat room is also letting us know that SEU, everyone in SEU are backstage producers. So just throwing that out there. Oh. Yeah. oh. Everyone works there. So of course they're winning. So yeah, so what do you guys think? Who do you think comes out on top? I hate to admit this, but probably the Lucha Brothers. Oh my God. But that would just give yes. your bracket way too much credit. Yes, the absolutely perfect hashtag. Extra. Uh. It's all coming up for Jack. It's all coming up for it. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, to be fair, I think that's like the only thing he got right. That well, but that's the only thing that mattered. To be fair, I also had the Dark Order making it to the second round. He <laughs> <laughs> sure so did. I do. I do get credit for the Dark Order making it to the second round. <laughs> I think that's only fair. All um, right, all right. I'll let you know. <laughs> so again, that's why I have the asterisk because I got a lot of that pretty pretty accurate. Um, you are on a roll. I'm on a roll. So. Again, when I make predictions, you should listen. Uh, just always come true. Uh, so speaking of listening, uh, 
I would love, Jessica, for you to go ahead and say some things and have our lovely viewers listen to you about where they can find us uh, and other amazing AfterBuzz shows. All right. Well, listen up, people. No, I'm just kidding. We just want to thank you so much for watching AfterBuzz every single week. It means so much that you guys tune in. You engage in the comments. You follow us on all social media platforms. Because of you, we get to keep going. And we thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Five-star reviews, comments, likes, shares. Give me five stars. All that good stuff. Uh, and last week, I made a promise. I follow through on my promises. When I say I'm going to do something, <laughs> I always do it. External shockwave. I said I was going to read your iTunes review. And I have in front of me an iTunes review oh, by nice. external shockwave. Five stars. It says, great show as always. I've now dubbed Jack Farmer the Sammy Guevara of AfterBuzz, a farmer's oh god. Just as the alley, because uh, she's always energetic and positive. And Roger is definitely good enough to be the third Lucha bro. Wow. Oh, so, I love that. That is a so, big moment. Uh, that was really awesome. That's Thank really you fun. so much for the five-star review. He uh, gets five stars from me. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> five-star review in return. Um, we also got a few other ones, but I'm going to save them. I'm going to sprinkle them out a little bit, you know? Oh, so if you want to have sunshine. your comments, <laughs> reviews, uh, or anything like that put up there, go ahead and leave us that five-star review. Go ahead and chat us up in the comments as well. I always love to read those and get involved as well as on social media at AEW After Buzz across all social media. Um, enough plugs. I think it's time to go to the next thing, right? I, think we've, uh... I really like Roger as the third Lucha yeah. brother. Right. It's so all time. Right. It's all time. Uh, so I mean, I wish, I, you know, I, I actually am kind of jealous. I wish I could have been a third Lucha brother. But I can't because I am an unofficial honorary member of the Inner Circle. That's right. And the Inner Circle show, stole the show, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> How cool were they? They walk out in the middle. They walk out in the middle of a match in the crowd with their tickets. They, they go tickets. to the suites, eating popcorn, uh, eating popcorn, being obnoxious, air horns. Uh, <laughs> can't forget the air. Roger, horns. Are, are you team inner circle or are you team loser? Well, <laughs> <laughs> didn't give him much of a choice there. Wow, they had a VIP suite. Like you kind of want <laughs> you want to join in, yeah. right? The Inner Circle is a real cool club, and you're not a part of it. They really uh, made him look like a dork, didn't they? He kept trying to give like this honest interview, and <laughs> I, I the, felt bad the for air the guy. horns were so awesome. We'll never know what Cody was actually going to come out there to we'll say. We'll never know. Uh, he may have. Do been you like, think we'll never know, or do you think that's coming soon? Maybe. Next week will be some Vuvuzuelas. Yeah. Like, it's just going to get worse every week. <laughs> uh, Firing the spe- Speaking of getting worse, I mean, Roger, I want to I direct this to you, actually. Uh, they were blowing the air horns during the interview. Could this actually be a bad move, similar to uh, what happened when Stone Cold was saying what? Do you think we could see fans bringing these <laughs> to shows and trying to use them? Ooh. Very- uh, well, two things. I'm a huge fan of the what. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Compared to a lot of the wrestling audience. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think that's great. And I grew up watching Mexican wrestling, so I hear horns all the time anyways. So okay. I'm down for it. Yeah, well, <laughs> in that case, I think that's fun. Yeah, horns, signs, streamers, all that fun stuff. I'm a big fan of crowd interaction. It always makes the show yeah. a lot more fun. Actually, in Mexico, they throw pennies 
and coins to show their admiration for you, they throw money at you. So they throw <laughs> coins. Why not dollar bills? No, I swear. Yeah. At the end of the match, they throw all of their money, all of their coins, and that's how you show appreciation. I feel like dollar bills would hurt right. a lot less. <laughs> yeah. And be worth a lot Here's more. Here's a roll of quarters. <laughs> <laughs> Hope this uh, doesn't hit your head. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, I love I love crowd interaction like that. Now, one thing Cody said uh, that he did was able to say was that he said this isn't like the place that we used to wrestle. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, taking shots at his former employer, uh, Jessica. <laughs> how do you feel about these subtle shots that have happened a few times now on AEW? Shots at the competition, at the former employer, at the WWE. We'll say um, that's that's right. Said <laughs> I said it. <laughs> uh, how do you feel about this? Do you think it's like a fun kind of like, ooh, it's real, or is it kind of like eh, stick to your own show? What? How do you feel about this stuff? Well, I think it's smart from a social media perspective. Like, what mm. a great way to get you to be the number one trend on Twitter. Get some really tweet worthy content out there. I don't know if that's their strategy, but I could see that as saying like, let's get like a couple really strong lines that the crowd will just go nuts for and take to social media and get everybody engaged and get everybody wanting to like lean into the show but i also think that yeah like why not i don't know i'm i'm down for the trash talk I love the I love the social media aspect. I think we should stop calling Cody the CEO and start calling him the SEO. Oh, mm. oh. oh. <laughs> that was a highbrow internet I joke. Am there. Very, <laughs> I am very proud of myself. Yeah, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then that that leads to my absolute favorite part of the show. I'm going to break it down for you guys, even though you saw it because it was so great. Cody's like, I'm going to go out. To, I'm going to go up there and fight you. And he's like, it's four on one, the inner circle's gonna beat you up and then Dustin comes out and you're like, yeah, that makes sense, that's cool. <laughs> By the way, his his theme song sounds so much like Brain Stew from Green Day. I couldn't get it out of my that's head. That's what it is, thank yes, you. Yes, I, 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 it clicked, I was like, ah, oh, that's where he took it from. Uh, still, so cool though. But then, like, uh, MJF comes out and he's like, ah, oh, it's still three on four, you're never gonna beat us up. And then, it's me, it's me, it's D, D, Pete comes out, and as a WCW fan, I marked out. I loved it. I banged. It was great. Um, the people's the, champion. The people, the original people's, the original champion. people's champion. And then they go up to the suite, and the very best thing in the world happened. The inner circle locked themselves in, which was classic. But did that work heel. out for them? It did not. No. I don't think so. <laughs> and, and, and wrapping his hand with MJF's <laughs> scarf was just the ultimate awesome, and he breaks the glass. And that was yeah, that was cool. Beat him up, and then they're they're dragging Jericho out, and uh, and Jericho grabs something. Roger, it, this was the best thing ever. What, what did Jericho do, grab to defend himself? There was a guy in the concession stands, and he's you know he's probably just ordering some nachos, having a good time, <laughs> and they took his crutch. The he guy is on crutches. <laughs> like, like the guy is on crutches. He probably just got some great snacks. He's going back right. to his seat. Right. <laughs> and Jericho shows up and takes his crutch. Right. His, his wife's like, what's taking you so long? <laughs> He's like leaning against a wall like, honey, I'm sorry. Is there any more heel thing ever than someone taking a guy's crutch to fight off a person? That was brutal. That was amazing. He stuck his head in the dipping dots. The dipping dots. 
Though uh, I'm a little jealous of that. I would take a face full of dip and dots. That move made sense to me. <laughs> Jared goes like, oh, no, no. Stop, Cody. <laughs> You're embarrassing me. Yeah. Comes on his dip and dots. <laughs> uh, and then they get broken up, and I love Jericho in, like, almost crying, like, I've got a ticket! <laughs> he paid for his ticket! That, Roger, this was, I feel like, just a, a lovely little breath of wrestling 2K. Well, how, how did you feel about this whole, whole the, the flim-flam and shenanigans and <laughs> the hijinks, the Donnybrook? <laughs> they are a quintessential wrestling company, and this is what wrestling's all about. The shenanigans, the fun. I feel like I haven't had that much fun in years. Like, since the minute Cody came out, the crowd was hot. Then you have the horns happen. Like, every single incident that happened, the crowd was popping hard. Mm-hmm. Yes. And even, you know, when DDP came out, I was like, I think he's in shape. He's been doing yoga. Yeah, yeah. come on, DDP. Let's do this. Yeah. He's flexible, at least. <laughs> yeah, I, I've done DDP yoga. I didn't get as flexible. But, right. But he tried. Uh, but I tried. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and so I thought it was cool. Everyone looked really good in this. Um, in and the how scene. cool for the people that were actually in the concession right? stand. They just yeah. turned around. They were like, oh, my God. Like, you right. saw every single person had their phone out. Once again, yeah. social media. <laughs> Everybody was hyped. Like, that was so fun for them. I was a little jealous. And I would love to see that up close and personal. I know, not just the people coming up. Again, if you're ordering some nachos at the concession stand... Next thing you know, like you have the You're whole rubbing elbows with whole Chris Jericho. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was fantastic. I absolutely love that whole scene. That just tickled me. It was my favorite. I was tickled <laughs> many just times. Tickled. Throughout. I'm very ticklish today. Uh, so uh, yeah, I thought everyone looked good in this. Um, I mean, the heels got beat up, but they look good as heels. And and speaking of looking good, we're gonna pass things on over to Jessica O'Connor for her reporting from Ooh. the runway. I get party music and lights. Party music and lights. All right. All right. Okay, guys. That was that was fun. I just had a good time yeah. there. Um, you know what? This week, if there was anything that let me down, I would have to say it was in the wardrobe department. Wow. Mm. You know what? I usually like to do a best-dressed male and a best-dressed female, but... I think everyone knows who I would have picked in the female department, and I'm not trying to look like I have favorites here. So I'm going to go with my best-dressed men. And that was clearly Private Party. I had Mark Quinn because, obviously, I love his hair. I mean, him and Pac, I think, battle for it. You know, like, the most iconic hair. But he also had the cape, which was really fun, because you were saying, you know, he's got all that air. It was kind of like a little, like, ode to Superman, maybe. I don't know. And then Isaiah Cassidy with the iridescent moon boots. I dig it. And I went on his Instagram, and I found out they were actually a gift from his girlfriend. How cute is that? Oh, that is nice. That's cute. Great gift, girlfriend. Yeah. You did good. Yeah. That's why he was dusting them off. He's like, I gotta keep these clean. He's like, yeah, my girl got the, me these. Can't the, get them the dirty. Uh-uh. Yeah. yeah, so best dress of the week, private party. You guys win all 24 ounces of vodka cranberry. You deserve it. You deserve, deserve it. <laughs> yeah, they have such a cool... They definitely pop and stand out. The, the bright sure. pink and uh, Mark Quinn looking like he's about to go to a uh, a neon orchestra and conduct it. <laughs> that sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> <That sounds> like <laughs> uh, you can't uh, get into the VIP if you're not dressed right. 
So. You, it, well, I know that's, that's right. That's very true. I never get into VIP. Uh, so <laughs> the, uh, so that was your reporting from the one runway private party. Shout out to you guys. Uh, speaking of... Uh, Someone mentioned in the chat room that Britt Baker should be on your top list again this week. Oh, guys, I was going to say Britt Baker. Just, was, yeah, that's what the fans are asking with, for. Can I do Britt Baker three weeks in a row? Are you guys going to get mad at me if I keep picking Britt Baker? I don't Britt know. Britt Baker. Britt Baker. DDS. DDS. This is too much pressure. I'm cracking. Yeah, no, she was definitely... All right, if I if I had to choose a girl, it's obviously going to be Britt Baker. Her ode to the Steelers, Yay. the Pittsburgh flair. I mean... Jamie Hader didn't even come close. No, yeah, that was uh, she was she was definitely uh, putting on for her city. It was a I got a million of them, folks. Uh, so, uh, speaking of Britt Baker, perfect segue. Uh, Jamie Hader versus Britt Baker. Uh, Britsburg, back in her hometown, representing on the tights, as you had mentioned, looking great. Uh, she. To me, is she feels like the women's champion to me. She does. She fe- I know Riho is, and I know Riho's beaten everybody, but to me, Britt Baker just feels like the champion. Wait, and we have to talk about this line from her promo. It was so great. She can loosen your teeth and fix them in the same day. <laughs> I think that should actually be like on the wall in her yeah. dentist's office. That's uh, that's um. Uh, Job security, right there. You can, uh, no, my teeth are fine. Oh yeah, bow. Uh, yeah, she came across like a nice star. She won the match. She's supposed to win the match. She's the big star. Um, but I want to talk about Jamie Hader here. Mm-hmm. I thought Jamie Hader looked great. She seemed like a strong wrestler. She seemed like she was laying in pretty tough with some of her hits. Uh, I believe her as a as a heel going forward. Roger, what did you take away from it? Yeah, that was a better match than I thought. Um, and I said that in a good way. I thought it was going to be like a five-minute match. Yeah. And it was a way better match than I thought going um, by the end of it. And I think she showed why she should be on the roster. And I found it interesting. I'm not sure if you guys found it on Twitter afterwards, but she got attacked by Brandy Rhodes. <laughs> no, yeah, I that, I was going to go into that. What, yeah, what that happened? Was, that was questionable. They, they definitely left us hanging there. I thought we were going to get a Brandy Rhodes promo after that, or something to explain it, but she seemed very angry at <laughs> poor Jamie Hayter. Maybe, I don't know, maybe Brandy went to bat for her and was like, no, she's going to win, she's Or is great. this hinting at a, at a Brandy versus uh, Jamie matchup? That that would be interesting because Jamie came off very heel today, but mm-hmm. then getting attacked and she came off angry. Like Brandy came her off. entrance, she was yeah. fighting the crowd the whole time. Yeah, no, that was a yeah. ferocious entrance. Yeah. And then she and then uh, Brandy did the finger at the uh, at uh, Jennifer Decker. Yeah, uh, and like <laughs> you, you, uh, which terrified me, and I wasn't even in the same state. <laughs> uh, so I was like, Brandy, okay, you go whatever you want. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know Jamie Hayden. <laughs> uh, so that was interesting. I, I, I definitely think we're going to see that explained a little bit, but that seemed, some, seemed very weird to me. I think, yeah, I think Jamie Hayter's a great addition to the roster. I hope she becomes a part of the roster. Um, I believe Riho is in Japan at the moment. Again, I think we have a lot of international wrestlers um, at the moment as part of the roster, which I think is kind of cool. So, yeah, I mean, the more women we could add, the more wrestlers we could add in general, I'm down. Yeah, and I like Riho. is clearly very over with the with the crowd. It just, I don't know, I feel like Britt's the champ. She feels like the champ to me. 
maybe we'll see more of uh, this Brandy stuff, though, on AEW Dark. And speaking of AEW Dark, Roger, you watched the show, and it was an amazing show. Go ahead and tell us all about AEW Dark. Dark. (laughs) (laughs) This is the moment I go dark, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that's right. So, as, as we've mentioned before, every week, uh, check it out on YouTube. Uh, you get to see all the quality dark matches that AEW puts on. Um, and the highlight of this week was an eight-man tag. We had a Shima and T-Hawk teaming up with Private Party to take on Cody Rhodes, Dustin Rhodes, and... Uh, I call them Cody Rhodes. That's funny. Uh, Cody, Dustin Rhodes, and the Young Bucks. Um, quality match. Uh, a lot of high-flying spots. And I think it's a bit of a sneak peek to what we saw this week, mm-hmm. um, you know, the four-on-four. So it was nice to see Dustin uh, back in gear. He doesn't wrestle as often as he used to, uh, but you could tell the veteran the veteran moveset that he has. There were a few moves where he kind of, like, he's very self-aware at this point, and I think the crowd likes to go along with it. Right. There was a move, there was a sequence where he was body-slamming everyone, and at some point he told them, stop, I need to get a breather. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Enough. <laughs> yeah. And so, so that that kind of those kind of shenanigans are, are the kind of stuff that you find in dark matches. And so, yeah, if you have a, a chance to check that out this week, I would highly recommend it. I love the catch his breath moment. <laughs> it was such a fun, like that's exactly what wrestling's supposed to be. Is this fun stuff like that? And I thought that was really fun. I loved in that match too. The uh, they queued up the two uh, shattered dreams in the corners, and then it got broken up. <laughs> but then they got all four of them, and they did the four way. We got uh, a quadruple. Shattered oh, Dreams and a quadruple super kick sequence. Yeah, so that was a that was a really fun match. Uh, anyone who's not watching AEW Dark, I strongly recommend it. It airs every Tuesday on YouTube. It's free. Why not? And hey, if you like shows on YouTube, you probably like our show. And if you like our show, you're a friend of mine. Uh, That's a good point. <laughs> um, speaking of AEW Dark, last week there was a Kraken match, uh, <laughs> Janela versus Omega, and it was so good. We got ran. Dose tonight, Janela versus Omega. It's so funny that this last time it had no rules. This time there were rules, but it felt like somehow that raised the stakes between these two. Uh, Roger, you talked about the first match uh, on AEW Dark. Now you saw this one. How do they compare? I, uh, well, well, but the first match was an exhibition match. I don't even think the, that match counted towards their record. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think this time they went in pretty focused. They each needed a victory. And I, I thought it was a great match. I think Joey Janela is proving himself to be a very valuable part of the roster. Again, he's going against one of the greatest wrestlers out in the world at the moment. And so, yeah. Yeah, and uh, Omega comes up with a win again. Uh, Jessica, how do you feel about Kenny Omega? I mean, one of our producers said it best. He walked by as we were watching the match, and he was like, he just has crazy man energy, doesn't he? Yeah. Like, he just has, like, a little, like, look in his eye. Like, he's up to something. <laughs> they, they both do, though. That's why I think right. this match was so much fun, because I think they match each other's crazy, you know? Yeah. Shout out Vito, by the way. Yeah. Uh, Actually, so. you're right. Joey Janela brings out the crazy mm-hmm. in Omega. They both like have that. those eyes, you know? Right, I think because Janelle's one of those guys like, oh, you want to go crazy? Let's, I'll show you. Let's, crazy. Let's, let's, crazy. let's do it. You know? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I feel like Janelle's the guy that whenever you're like, hey, one of these days we should do this. Like, let's do it today. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what did I, what did you go skydiving? Let's go skydiving. <laughs> uh, I think Janela is a star in the making. He's super young right now, but he's got a cool look. He obviously can wrestle really, really well. I thought this match really showed that he can really wrestle. He doesn't need to rely on the hardcore stuff. That is true. Mm-hmm. And, and quick mention, um, I mentioned that he's going up against one of the greatest wrestlers out there. Kenny Omega had a match this past weekend in yeah. Mexico, in AAA, um, against Phoenix as part of the Lucha Brothers mm-hmm. um, for their World Heavyweight Championship. So Omega just had that match on Saturday. He flies out here to Pittsburgh, yeah. and he has this match on Wednesday. It's ridiculous the amount of quality matches he puts out in such a short amount. Yeah. And how good all the wrestlers are. As you mentioned, Phoenix, he fought Phoenix for that title. And Phoenix is here doing stuff as well. So. Yeah. I, I was surprised he didn't come out with the belt. I was happy that they showed the highlights. If you yeah. have a chance to check that out as well. it's it's Kenny Omega really is, I think, the superstar of today's era. The type of wrestler that... It, it's very indie type of, of, of a style of wrestling. And he meshes well with everyone. So, yeah. I, I really enjoyed that. And then, uh, yeah, he's been putting over... Not really putting it because he beat Janela, but... Even in beating Janela, he made Janela a bigger star, yeah. which I think is really cool that he's doing that and not saying, no, I want to be only facing the guys who are already established. And I think that's what makes Kenny Omega special. It, there doesn't seem to be any ego at all. Kenny right. Omega just wants to fight the best wrestlers out there. I, I think because he's kind of like, look, guys, I, I'm like six-star Kenny Omega. I'm, <laughs> dude, I'm, a, you know, I'm wrestler of the year, whatever. Like, I've done it. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, and Janela's throwing himself on the apron anyway. So, yeah, yeah like, yeah. <laughs> Omega can handle the guy. Right, right. So, um, so I, I'm excited to see Omega in the world title scene uh, eventually, though. But for now, I'm loving what he is doing. Um, lots of cool stuff. Lots of big news, as you mentioned, with the, uh, with the AAA title. Uh, but as far as some other news, we're going to go ahead and pass it on over to the newsroom with Jessica O'Connor. Do I get it? cool music? <laughs> Oh, that's what I was waiting for. And you know what, guys? Our new segment really kind of ties into what we were just talking about. It comes from our dude, Darby Allen, who was interviewed, and he talked about why he passed on the WWE and instead Ah. chose the AEW. And we have a quote right here, and he said, I want to wrestle with people who the fans think I have no business being in the ring with. You know, whether that be Jericho's or whatever, I'm always into proving people wrong. It should be fun. Lots of fun. And I love that, because that's something that we say on the show all the time. He also said that he has 100% creative freedom in the AEW, and he spent a lot of time, you know, going into to what he thought would be NXT and he just felt like he wasn't getting a lot of attention. He said he wrestled and he like would head to Twitter and there was just not the engagement, the excitement. He wasn't growing in the way he thought that he would, you know, to be back behind such a big brand. And I think it's really cool. I think that's what makes AEW so special is it gives these kids a chance to go up against people they grew up watching. I mean, how cool is that? Yeah, definitely the creative control you can see in just how characters feel owned by the people. Yeah. Like, Joey Janela feels like his character. Jimmy Havoc feels like his character. Darby Allin obviously feels like his character. And so uh, I'm really glad he signed up with AEW because I like seeing him. um, Let him shine. Yeah. 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 He's a very unique wrestler. And and I'm happy that he gets a say. It really does feel like he's able to contribute a lot to his character. Yeah. So... Good, good for Darby Allen. We're glad to see you. Hopefully, we get to see more of you uh, in the future. Uh, we also have, uh, you know, so round of applause for uh, the new segment. Let's uh, let's uh, go Yay. ahead and cap that off. 
Um, so the main event of tonight was uh, Pac versus Moxley. And look, they said Pac on the show, so I'm going to make the change to Pac instead of Pac. Um, but uh, <laughs> this match started with a surprise, with Pac coming out with a chair and walloping uh, Moxley for quite a bit. It ends up in a draw. Jessica, how did you feel about this match? Oh, my gosh. Well, he just came out swinging, man. Like, he was about two steps down the runway before, you know, there was a chair shot, and he was choking him with the jacket. (laughs) I mean, it really got off to a hot start. But I... I wasn't so pleased with the end result. The end, yeah. That I think a lot of people felt that way. Roger, how did you feel about the match? That's how you know the show was jam packed. We didn't have time for an entrance for Pac, mm-hmm. and we didn't even have time to finish this match. Like, yeah. <laughs> there, yeah. there wasn't enough time for these people to settle their feud. But I like that they kept their rules honest. You know, they could have easily yeah. tried to do some shenanigans and tried to get someone disqualified or, or make something happen to end the show. But the truth is. This is AEW, and we have time limits, and time ran out. I think, you know, I'll be honest. Maybe I'm uh, in the minority here. I kind of like that it ended in a draw. I think it adds more credence to the fact that draws happen. Wins, losses, and draws do matter. And it it's something that is because the show ended. It wasn't, like, in the middle of the show, which yeah. felt a little corny. Forced, yeah, um, I agree. But I don't know about the viewers at home or anyone else, but I was literally, as they were as they were fighting, I was, like, looking at the time, looking at the show. <laughs> looking at the time. I was like, I was like they, they're running out of time. And the announcer kept bringing it up, like, come yeah. on, guys. Four yeah, it minutes. Looks, yeah, it looks like the chat is a little mixed in how they felt as well. Um, somebody said the problem with the draw is that it pisses fans watching it in the arena off. Do you think that's true, that the fans in the arena kind of have a different reaction than maybe us watching at home? I'm going to say I don't think it's as bad as we think because they have dark matches afterwards. That's true. So they go home with probably a more fun, silly match. Like, last week they probably actually went home after that eight-man tag. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. Uh, I, I feel like American audiences aren't used to draws, but, yeah. you know, the more we get acclimated to that, I, I'm okay with it. Yeah, so um, what I like is I think both these guys are such big stars. I like that it protected both of them. Um, By the way, is Pac still undefeated? I, someone just mentioned no, in our chat room. No, that he lost undefeated. the tag team match. Um, he lost. He lost in the tag team match last week. Oh, that's right. Because uh, yeah, <laughs> John Moxley, Moxley walked that's away, right. and then this would be considered a draw. So I don't know if you'd still say undefeated, hmm. but he hasn't been pinned clean. That's I, a good or, point. I mean, he was pinned clean, but not in like a, a, a fair way. There was always kind of a schmoz about the whole thing. Um, fair enough. So, so that said, it is now time for the elite of the week. Elite of the week. So we've got our top five starting at number one again, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. It's Chris Jericho, the leader of the Inner Circle, my boy. Of course, I gotta give it to the Inner Circle leader. And he has a scarf. He's, he's still yeah, the world champion. That's what he said. He's still you wear a scarf. You wear he is still leading the Inner Circle. <laughs> he showed some guts by coming out there and taking over a sweet interview, interrupting interviews. Still number one. Then we go to number two. John Moxley. Oh, I know he had a draw tonight, but he was standing tall. He hit the paradigm shift, and he was yelling and complaining while Pac was rolling out of the ring. He's still number two. He always looks like a champ, always looks good. He's the number two person there. Number three, Britt Baker. That's right, baby. She's number three because she's just a star. She is the face of the women's division, in my opinion, right now. I think she's definitely destined for a championship, and she is just looking strong right now. 
Number four, we got SCU. <laughs> I know I always say I'm a Lucha Bros guy, but these guys not only have won, but I think I think that we got Scorpio Sky coming in hot. I think they have a storyline going with the injury of Christopher Daniels. And I think right now they are primed to win this tag team title tournament. Number five, he didn't have a match, but we're going to go with Cody. I know he probably should have been up here before because he's challenging for the world title, but he had been getting beat up every single week, it seemed. This was the first week where he stood up, he took the fight to the bad guys, and boy, did he come out looking strong. I think he rounds it out perfectly, and that is your Elite of the Week. That was your Elite of the, <laughs> the Week. week. <laughs> so how did you guys feel about that? Any uh, any? Questions, comments, concerns? I agree with that. When Cody yeah. came out, I, I still think it's so funny. This guy, in any other company, people would be booing the guy that's, like, leading the company, in charge of the company. We love Cody. The crowd loves him. The online community loves him. Yeah. He is yeah. so hot right now. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I don't know if I would have put Chris Jericho number one, because <laughs> he didn't actually wrestle tonight, but... He got a face full of dip and dots. Yeah, so... <laughs> really know where I would rank an ice cream eater, but uh, you do you. Ice cream is delicious. We support it. Um, <laughs> I'm a fan of it. Um, b- before we wrap up, I do want to give a quick shout out to everyone who's still in the chat with us. We got External Shockwave. Uh, we got James uh, Lacerenza. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Um, Joseph Boza, Mark2251, SwitchFan94, The Real YT, Zeno Hour. You guys, thank you so much for being a part of the show here live with us. But unfortunately, we've run out of time. So before we go, Roger, why don't you tell all the amazing people where they can find you? Time flies by when you're having fun. (laughs) You can find me on Twitter and Instagram, Roger underscore Fence, and be supreme on Instagram. You can find me on Twitter at J O'Connor. That's with three N's. And on Instagram at Jessica O'Connor underscore. And Josh in the booth, where they can find you at? They can find me on Twitter and Instagram at J-O-A-L-323. And I am Jack Farmer. You can find me at jackcfarmer.com as well as at realjackfarmer across all social media. And remember to check out the AEW AfterBuzz social media. It's AEW AfterBuzz across all social media as well. We like to put a fun clips and comments. <laughs> we like to comment from things in there. And, hey, I might even put numbers 6 through 10 in my power ranking. So if you want to check that out, make sure to do that. Until then, buzz you later. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 